Welcome back, everybody, to the Nosebleed Sports Podcast. I am Chris Witt, and with me, as always, is Mr. Adam Schmidt. Adam, how are you today, bud? Man, I'm good now. You get a little sweat in there before the podcast? Got a little sweat in. Yeah, got a little nervous. We, we're uh, two computers in now uh, into this podcast. We had some trouble last week, audio-wise. Still threw it up, if you want to listen. Uh, very difficult to listen to. Good luck. Mm-hmm. I uh, got a couple texts saying I'm uh, not going to be able to listen to podcasts today, yeah. bud. Yeah, I got one too. <laughs> yep. yep. Uh, so it just is what it is. Uh, but we're back. We're back. We've got the audio we think fixed. Yep. Video, of course, is always great because you get to see the two of us uh, here in Rum Dum Studios. It's a great smile. Mm, thanks. Adam, we got a big podcast today, bud. There's, a lot, a, lot there's a lot to do. A lot to do. Um, I mean, we've got so we've got the Reds. Uh, we got to talk, talk about the Reds because they are Ellie De La Cruz is literally the biggest thing in MLB right now. Like he was, they were talking about him on MLB network today. Yep. Uh, let's see. We've got uh, obviously last night, two nights ago, whenever it happened, the Denver Nuggets won the NBA finals. Congratulations, Denver Nuggets. And what I'm not a big fan of the term, a gentleman's sweep. Yeah, it's a sweep or it's not a sweep. That the gentleman sweep is not. It's not a thing. I agree with you. You won four one. That's you didn't sweep anything. I agree with you. I don't like it. I don't like the gentleman sweep. Yeah, I don't know where it came from. I'd have to look that up. I don't either. Uh, so we've got that. We can talk a little bit about that. Uh, our our buddy Joker, 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 Jokic, Nikola. Is it time to to, to get rid of the Jokic and or the Joker moniker and just everybody needs to learn how to say Jokic? Kind of like Ante so It was the Greek. <laughs> it was the Greek freak forever because yeah. nobody could say Ante Tacumpo, and now it just rolls off of everybody's tongue, right? Because yeah. you had to learn how to say it because he was that guy. He was him. He was, yeah. <laughs> Capital H, right? Capital H. Um, yeah, I, I don't know why it would be hard for anybody to say Jokic, but yeah, that, learn his name. If you don't know his name, he's a two-time MVP and now a Finals MVP and a champion. You got to know who he is. Uh, so we'll talk about that. Um, we've got a we've we've got some other things that we want to get into, but let's start this podcast off like we usually do. Uh, somehow, 427 episodes into this, there are still Reese's that we've never had. This is a bag item that Adam has brought with him today. Is this? Oh my gosh! Is that what I just think I saw? Is this animal crackers? Reese's animal crackers? This is. Dipped animal crackers. Wow. Uh, Bite-sized animal crackers covered in peanut butter, candy, and dipped in milk chocolate. When did you find these? Where did you find these? These were at... Uh, this is brand new to me. Yeah, me too. Um, I think it was at Kroger. Wow. I think. Good find, man. Yeah. I'll I'll dip in and go for... Those. I'll, I'll, I'll dip in and, and grab... A, I'll try to grab a couple. All right. I got I got Trace. 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 Okay, so we've got a peanut butter. So it's the animal cracker, peanut butter uh, coating on the top, a uh, small bit of chocolate across the bottom. What do you think you have? I think I have. I, uh, I was just going to say, I, I think I have no a hippo. Idea. I'm pretty sure I got a hippo. No idea what that is. You, so either a bear or an elephant or, or a, a horse or a giraffe. Or a cow. Right. Yeah, it could be a lot. Of, I don't know yeah, if I'm holding might this. Be a lady. I, don't know. I may not be holding that right. It may go. I'm yeah, not. Yeah, we might have that's to spin true. these guys around. 
All right, the chocolate's melting in my hand. I'm going to move this over here. All right, so we need to try these things. The um, Reese's Dipped Animal Crackers. All right, Adam is taking the first bite, and as always, we will go to his first impressions. Excellent. Um, dipped in, I, I, I was thinking this was, I wasn't sure exactly what to expect, even after the uh, after the description on the bag. Dipped peanut butter candy in chocolate it's really dipped in peanut butter and chocolate mm-hmm. on either side mm-hmm. and, and it's just the animal cracker in there i love i love this is way better than i thought it was gonna be yeah way better than i thought it was gonna be i'm going nine seven this is good stuff right here. yeah i'd eat these all day i'm gonna go yeah i'm gonna go nine seven two i think that's a good score i love it that's really good Oh, good, man. That was a good find. Dipped animal crackers. I've seen it twice now, uh, but not everywhere. So, hmm. yeah. Yep, keep an eye out for these things, and if you see them, pick them up. I'll put these, as usual, right here. So, whoops, almost spilled them. All the other good stuff we got back here. If you, if you need one during the thing. I will. Do it. So, Adam. Yeah. You had a little something go down. I don't know what it is. And then it happened twice. Something about at the store. I'm really excited to hear. It's kind of a walking story with Cracker Thug, but we'll uh, we'll, we'll let's just go from there. We'll call it walking stories with Cracker Thug. I, I believe we may have talked about this scenario on the podcast before, but I I am um, yeah I'm sure we have. I was stopped. I was in the mall, stopped by one of the kiosk guys. Right? Yes. First off, are there, is there a mall still? Kenwood's the only good one. Okay. It's the only, okay. It's the only nice mall anymore. Um, so anyway. Okay. Went I didn't the, know there was still a mall. Went to the Kenwood Mall. Uh, saw uh, probably my favorite teacher of all time and, and, and one of my favorite coaches of all time, Coach Witt. Hey, is, Coach uh, Witt. Coach Whitmer with his uh, family. Um, so that was nice. Uh but I'm walking around and I'm I'm there looking for some birthday gifts. Shout out my niece Maria turned eight this week and my sister Jen turned uh, another age. I don't know if she'll want me to say. She's not older. Anything, 24. But, uh, very close. Mm-hmm. Add a decade. So. <laughs> now she'll everybody never, knows. <laughs> she'll, never, she'll never listen to this. I'm walking through the mall. I'm there for a while Mm -hmm. and I'm kind of like getting ready to go. I'm like, I can't find anything. I have no Uh idea what to get anybody. And this guy catches my, I look over, Mm -hmm. I just glance over. I see a person. He goes, Hey, my man, I'm wearing these shoes. Actually. Perfect. Said, Hey, you like them net shoes? (laughs) Yeah. yeah. (laughs) You know, when it gets wet outside, don't they get your socks wet? No. The opposite. He got my socks wet for me. <laughs> so what? he's selling a shoe cleaning kit. Okay. <clears throat> and the kiosk in the yes. middle of the mall. Yeah. Okay. And uh, he's like, he's like, hey, man, uh, you know, put your foot up here on this, on this little stool. So I put my foot up there. Oh, man. So he hand first, he hands me. He's like, he's like, I don't know. Uh, I, I work on commission only. Uh, this is, this is the thing. First, he says something like, uh, let me just show you this. You don't have to buy anything show you this he shows me what it is it's a little kit with a brush and some foam thing okay. or whatever yep like you can get anywhere really and then he, so he hands me the kit i'm sure it's some kind of sales technique he put yep. it in put it in their hand 
let him feel it. And uh, so he's like, all right, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's telling me about this thing. He's like, I don't got, you know, I get commission. Can you help me out, brother? Put put your foot up here. So he gets the brush out. And he he puts a puts some stuff on it, and he's brushing the thing. I'm like, I've tried to do this ten times with these shoes. Uh huh. Works a little, but not great. They're getting older. So he brushes these shoes off, and he's getting all up in here in the in the mesh and everything. Yes. And I'm like. I'm just getting my sock wet. <laughs> Didn't say that, of course. I but, totally would have. Yeah. So, so I'm just watching him do it, and and as he's wiping it off, I'm like, mm, that doesn't look anything. <laughs> Put it right next to the other shoe. Like, which one did you clean? Did yeah, yeah, you- yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. So he. So yeah. So he has me put the other one up there actually too, and he does that, and uh, he's giving me a whole spiel. He's like, these will make your shoes whiter than michael jackson and blacker than wesley snipes and you know he's he's trying to do the whole oh yeah oh yeah that's really good i like that so these are apparently whiter than michael jackson now i guess (laughs) yeah guess so they still got a little tint of brown to them uh yeah like places which is perfect there you go so uh but anyway he just he he gets me he sucks me in i'm like did you buy i know i don't uh, no okay so i'm like so how much is this 30 bucks, $30 for something that don't work. Sorry, yeah. bub. For some shoe cleaner, man. No, thanks. Yeah. Um. So anyway, but I spent the time. I listened to his whole thing. I let him brush my shoe. I, he, he made me feel like I have to buy this to help him out. That's and my, I, that's my least favorite sales technique. If you look, if you start telling me how much you like that, this is the only way I get paid and try to make me feel sorry for you you've lost me now i'm done bro i'm done like i might have bought it on me i might have bought it if you wouldn't have done now no that ain't how it works you you ain't guilting me into nothing that's not a sales technique so i i did i get i got out of it end up walking to the other end of the mall and then i probably just to get away from it i had no Uh plan to go anywhere a couple more stores i end up walking back that way and I think I was upstairs and came back down and had to pass him again. Oh, geez. And I'm like, is he, I wonder if he's going to re- forget that he already. <laughs> oh, my God. Me. Please tell me he forgot. He didn't forget. Oh, he didn't forget. Yeah, you're but, the only one he actually that he got to clean their shoes that day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nobody yeah. else would even look at him in his eyes. I'm the only guy. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> so he got me there yesterday. Okay. I talked to you very briefly before you practice. Yeah. And, uh, and, and then I went into Kroger, picked up a prescription and um was walking out. All right. I have a basketball game in about an hour from there. Still have to go home and change, get to the gym, warm up, stretch. I'm an old guy. I have to do that. So I'm walking out. I'm almost to this to the entrance exit of the store. Mm-hmm. And there's a guy that like flags me down, real tall guy. Yeah, real tall guy. Nice. And he's he like says, "Hey, buddy!" And the, he's got a mask only over his mouth, and mm-hmm. um, and and he's like, "Hey, hey, uh, can I talk to you for a second? And at very first thing, I thought he worked for Kroger. I thought he was an employee yeah. there. Okay. So I'm like, I'm like, oh, okay. Has he has he have samples of something or whatever? Yeah. Kind of weird. Not this doesn't happen a lot in that in that Kroger, but. So I get all the way up to him and I see spectrum on a shirt. Yes. 
I, I got a story about this. So you continue. So you he, continue. Continue. he goes, he goes, uh, Hey, uh, I don't even remember. I don't even know what he said, but I'm like, Oh, well actually. And I'm like, Oh yes. Thank God. Cause that's right. Cause I just got a got I'm like, I'm like about five or six months ago, I signed up for spectrum internet. I, and I did, it was the yep. truth. Yep. And so I'm like, yes, I'm out of it. I'm out of it. Yep. And so, yeah. So he's like, oh, okay, well, um, well, let me see, uh, you know, what's your uh, zip code and I can see what other, what other offers, what other deals we can get you. And, you know, he's asking me like, oh, do you have, do you mm -hmm. have the whole bundle? The oh, phone internet, gotta have the you know, it's cheaper right. to get a phone number and get a landline. Sure. Somehow it becomes cheaper. My internet gets cheaper. If I get a landline, I don't need a landline. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I can give you 80 channels if you get this phone number. Yeah. Um, Appreciate that. So, so I'm like, I'm if like, it's not five one three nine two two four three six two, I don't want it. That's right. That's the only phone number. I'll take. And if yours isn't five one three six six two zero four eight four, I don't want you to have it. It's the only two numbers I'll take. Yes. Um, four eight one four zero four nine. Oh that yeah, that's Uncle Bobby. <laughs> yep. Four eight one four zero four nine. Hundred percent. Oh, man, that's great. Yep. And it's safe to say that because none of those numbers exist anymore, right? Uh, yeah. <laughs> you do you hear that we're getting a new area code in Cincinnati? No. Yeah, there's going to be a new, besides 513, there's going to be a new one. We're going to oh. have a second area code here. All right. I don't know where they're going to put it, but I refuse it. Yep, I'm, me I'm too. I'm 513. a 513, dog. That's right. 51 um, Trey. So he's he goes he goes into his whole thing and he's like, well, let me know what your you know what's your zip code so I can see what kind of deals we have in your area, which I've never understood. Mm -hmm. Every time I've talked to one of these places in the last few years, it's deals in your area. Why are the deals different? I don't know. It does. I, I think they just, they don't, they, the deals are the same everywhere. I would think they just, they just want to get your zip code. Now they're getting, they're dwindling down, getting closer and closer, more information out of you. So as, so as soon as I give him my zip code, okay. He, he gets his tablet. He puts in my zip code. Yeah. What's the street address? Uh, Why didn't you just ask me for my, yeah, what you know way what I mean? easier. Yeah. Um, I didn't want to give it to him, but and now I'm like, I'm looking around like I'm locked in. Now you feel locked are, in. Yeah. Yep. And so he gets my address. He gets my, let me show you, let me show you something. Let me show you something here right in the middle of this podcast. I'm going to show you exactly. Uh, let's see. Ready? Here we go. I got CJ from spectrum. Yes. Got your digits. Yes, he does. CJ Christopher James. What's good. <laughs> So, uh, shout out to CJ. He's got my number. He had about 15 of my minutes oh. and, uh, I'm just standing there. <laughs> I'm standing there listening. And he's like, all these showing me all these deals I can get. Yeah. But I can give you 60 channels. This is like the basic package. And, uh, this is only going to be 25 bucks. And, you know, but if you want yeah. the 80, uh, the, you know, the 80 channel, you know, what do you watch? What, yeah, what, yeah, yeah. what do you watch? Do you watch MTV? And do I you thought, watch ESPN is, you know, I always tell them I'm a big cricket fan. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of that's what kind of package kind you of english i'm gonna need yeah. that fifteen thousand package to get that one <laughs> yeah so i thought i got out of it again because i'm like actually the only i looked through all this you know when i was signing up for internet to yeah. see if it made sense to go to get the uh cable too yeah. and i said the only reason i didn't do that was because i wanted to, to get bally sports for the reds games and i don't think it was on through spectrum and uh I was pretty sure that was correct. I think it is. He's like, is it? I yeah. see. I I feel like 
the last time I looked, it wasn't for some reason. I don't know. Maybe I didn't look at it right. But he's like, okay, well, yeah, well, we have this. Well, we can get you Bally. Yeah, we'll, we'll get you Bally Sports. He's like, matter of fact, there's a sports package we can get you. 30 sports uh, channels. Let's go. For, uh, let's for, go. Uh, you say sports? Did you say sports? Yeah. Here's your three soccer channels, five NBA channels, 22 cricket channels, and 18 golf channels. There's your cricket channels. So I, I thought I was out of it right away when I was like, already with Spectrum, pal. Mm-hmm. And then I thought I was out of it with, well, you don't have Bally Sports, can't do it. Don't want to do it. And I was wrong uh, about that too, I guess. Man. So, so I'm stuck there. And then, <sighs> and then he's he's asking me. So he gets all my information. He, I mean, he's got my. He's got your cell phone. Uh, yeah. And so, and every time he's asking me, I'm like, I'm looking around. I'm like, is this guy for sure? Like a spectrum guy? Like I'm trying to figure out. They're set up. They're set up a little tiny table right up against the the fireworks display at the front entrance. <laughs> I'm like this. Ah, oh, man, this is weird. There, he had a partner with him. Mm-hmm. As soon as he started his little thing, the guy's like, "Yeah, I'm gonna go to the bathroom." Or something. <laughs> <laughs> that guy takes off. He's gone. So they they have all my information. They're stealing my identity right now as we as speak. we speak. And I'm you, just, I'm did stuck you, did there. You have to give them your Kroger Plus number. Oh, they got it. They got your cell phone. They got my <laughs> cell phone. Yeah, and my your address. Kirk plus points now, bro. And and then I, I'm thinking the the whole time too. I'm like. Every almost every single day, that's not an exaggeration. I either get an email or a or a snail mail uh-huh. from Spectrum about some deal. Absolutely. And now you're trying to Mm-mm. do it to me in person. Um, I should have I should have led constant. with that. And I should have been like, you know what, man? I've just looked into all this stuff. I get deals every single day from Spectrum. I'm good. I, I'm good. Yeah. So when I love those guys, right? So they're my favorite people. I have the Direct TV app still on my phone. I have the Spectrum app still on my phone. I have Dish still on my phone. Are you and paying for all those? No, they're okay. just just the app. I just so when somebody comes up and goes, "Hey, what are you using for TV these days?" and he's got a Direct TV shirt, I'm like, "Ah, oh, check it out! Swoop." Direct TV, baby. That's what I'm talking about. He also, and then I walk away. <laughs> he also uh, asked, "Oh, well, do you have the My Spectrum app?" And I'm like, "Oh man, do I?" And so I'm like, "I kind of thought maybe I did, but it's something I never used." Yeah. So I'm like, "I'm looking through my phone. I swipe through all my screens twice, and and finally I f- I'm like, oh yeah, there it is." And so he he's like, "Oh yeah, if you pull that up, and uh, I can put your account number in or something like that." And I'm like. Now he's got my account. Now he wants Shouldn't my account you have my, I just gave you all my other information. Yeah. Shouldn't your little tablet have my account So I pull, I pull the app up and stuff, and I have to I have to go to another app and get my password for it. Mm-hmm. And then I have to type all my information in oh, there. Oh, sign in. And, then, and then I have to go to some special place or whatever. Well, okay, you should have your account number. And he's looking like, okay, yeah, your account number. And it's a real long code. Oh, so he's like, and it's tiny. And he's like, he's like, okay, he three six and it there's like 15 more numbers so i'm like eight three six two five two six four one so i read it to him so he's got my account number now too so i don't know maybe he's stealing my identity through the spectrum app through the my spectrum app so so he keeps me there for a long time and then He's trying to, so he's got his cell phone out. He's like, well, I'm the account manager. So I would always be available to, to, you know, take care of any, any questions or problems you have, you know? And he's like, so let me give you, give you my number. He he goes, let me give you my number. And he goes, 
So, okay, I'll tell I'll send you a message. What's your number? I'm like, yeah, now you're just getting my number. You're asked, yes, yeah. you're getting my number. So, anyway, <laughs> I'm so gullible and I can't be rude enough to just walk away from the guy like everybody else does. It's hard. It's hard to be I'm not I'm not that guy either. I know. I yeah. just I just like to have a little plan of action going yeah, into I it. I know. I'm not you don't have to be rude. You can smile and go, I'm good, man. I appreciate you, but I'm good. And, and I have plenty of times, but there's just sometimes maybe if I'm just like not expecting it or something like that, oh, and, and they you. catch me off oh. guard, I, I, I panic and I'm yeah. like, oh, I, okay. But 20 minutes of your life, you'll never get back. It was way too long. Oh, so that's the thing. He's trying to send me this text. It takes him four times to send me a text from his phone. Oh my! The God. whole time I'm like, Hit first that he had the wrong number. I told him my number. He put the wrong number in. Second time was he couldn't get reception in the store. Third time, and now I'm like, now I'm like, is he doing something else on his phone with my number, with my account yeah. number or something? Yeah. Now? What like, is going on right now? So finally, he gets he gets the message sent, and I see. I'm like, oh, there it is, there it is. And I had already said like, look, I, I'm pretty good right now with what I have, and I'm just gonna, I I gotta get going. I you know, whatever I said, I gotta go ball out. Yeah. And um, I got to go be him. So then I, so then I go home, change, go to the gym and guy I play with a good friend of yours growing up. Yeah. He goes, my daughter just saw you in uh, Kroger stuck, stuck, <laughs> with the, stuck with the spectrum guy. I'm like, yeah, tell her. Thanks a lot for saving yeah, me. Help me out. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. Yes. So anyway, that's my, I got stopped within three or four days of each other oh, th- within yeah, three days of each other by two people like that. And that's rough, buddy. That's yeah. rough. I feel for you. On I that didn't one. give the initial no, so now I'm I'm sucked. And there's like a yep. there's like a threshold that once you cross that threshold, I'm stuck. Yep, yep. Ugh. That's a tough one. I enjoy. I mean, we've talked about this before. I enjoy letting a guy do his spiel. Mm-hmm. I like it, and I'll ask questions too. I'll I'll I'm gonna throw some ones out there. Like, hold on now. You say you're the best. What makes you better than this guy? Why are you better than what this is? Tell me why. And I want to know what you, you know, come on, sell me. Let's hear it. I'm not buying it. I tell people a lot of times I had a guy try to sell me alarm system and I sat in the front yard with him. I said, I just hooked all this up. I just set my whole house alarm up. I'm not switching. But if you want to do your spiel on me, bro, I'm here. I'll be happy. And he's like, well, I really think I can get you to switch. And I'm like, Come on. And he sat, it was almost an hour. We sat on, I opened my truck bed because he wanted to come That's in right. my house. Wanted to come in my house That's and right. set this all up on a table. I said, I got a table right here. Pulled the truck bed, the, the bed of the truck down, tailgate down. I said, here's, here we go. Now we got a table. Show me what you got, bub. I said, you're talking about, I said, you're talking about selling home alarm system and you're trying to walk into my house. Right. Come on, man. You know what it ended up being? You know what made his better than ours? It had an infrared light on it. Oh, that's right. That's that right. it. I said, but if that's all it is, man, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> appreciate you, though. I appreciate you. I told him I wasn't going to, but I love that. I like giving guys an opportunity to do if I got time. If I ain't got time, I will be not blunt or not mean, but it's always a man. I appreciate it. I ain't not right now, man. Not, not right now. Yeah. But I always say that I appreciate it. I always tell them, like, thank you. I don't know why I'm thanking them or irritating me but i appreciate you <laughs> yeah. being a pest inside this store sure <sighs> you you want to give him a, a little reprieve from probably rude people all day all day i couldn't imagine that yeah but they you know they 
they they took the job. It's not like they've never been in a store before. They know how people what you have to do to do that. Yeah. Yep. So that's what happened to me over the weekend, and then yesterday. Um, what about what what was going on with you uh, this weekend? You had I know you had baseball. We had this baseball. Weekend we had a ton. And, we had ba- huge baseball tournament this weekend. Our organization had their tournament. Beautiful. Uh, Saturday was great. We played. Uh, we played. We went two and zero. Jason Bateman play. Yeager. JB uh, Yeager. Yeah, John. Yeah, Jason Bateman. Jason Bateman Yeager. That's exactly right. Um, plumbing specialist authority. I don't know. <laughs> so uh, we went two and zero. We beat a team that we haven't beat in three years. Uh, we've lost to them by one a couple times. Been good games, and we came out and beat them. We we're up ten to five. Going into the last inning, we gave them four runs in the last inning and darn near tried to lose it. Uh, so we go 2-0, and up, and they're a good team. They're probably one of the best teams, and they're one of the two or three best teams that were in it. And uh, so Sunday gets rained out. So the top two teams in pool play play each other for a championship. There was three 2-0 teams. There was one 2-0 team that's by far the best team that was in it. And they played two really difficult teams. And they won them both. And they got the one seed. Uh, the first tiebreaker is runs allowed. Okay. Mm. So we have the exact same runs allowed as a second place team. Uh, you can only get eight. Only eight runs count towards your run scored for each game. They Because they don't want you to run up score on somebody. So the next one is runs scored. We had the exact same runs scored as the other team. However, runs differential, run differential becomes the third tiebreaker. There, there's no cap. So it's and they 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 played two of the worst teams in the whole thing. And we had to play one of the best teams in the whole thing. We went two and oh. We earned our two and oh. <sighs> so we end up having to watch the championship game on Wednesday, right after our practice. <laughs> because they, of a third, because of it, so they decide to they're going to play the championship game right after our practice, and we sat there and watched. I got to tell you though, it uh, good buddy, good buddy of ours, uh, mine, uh, I, I that that coaches the team, and and I I say this in jest. I, I'm a little disappointed because I think we earned the two seed. I think we should have been the two seed, but at the same time, I'm happy for them. I'm glad they got to do what they got to do. It was good for the kids, uh, but they got beat. They got run in the fourth inning, which is a wow. bummer. Yeah, it's a bummer. You feel like you guys would have hung in there? Uh, maybe, maybe not. <laughs> I can't guarantee that. Yeah. Can't guarantee anything in that case, but uh, you know, you never know. Would have gave it our best. I can promise you that we would have gave it our best. I don't know what would have happened. Uh, That's tough. Yeah, yeah, on, it was rough. Third but afterwards, they had all the food that was supposed to be at the cookout or at the tournament. Ton of food left, so they're grilling all night. So we had three of our organization teams, two organizations that are close by that happened to be in the in this thing, and they were there. So it was. It ended up being a. A big giant party, and we were there way too late, and that's why we didn't do the podcast yesterday. Nice, yeah. nice. There you go. Very nice. So there you go. Well, um, that's unfortunate, it but is. I guess I mean I guess that's why you have tiebreakers. Yep, it's exactly right. Oh. 
And pool play, you never know. You get a good pool draw and you get bad pool draws. Yeah. We got a bad one. That stinks. Even in our own organization's tournament, we got a bad draw. Kind of a bummer. That's that's tough. So so just just uh crown yourself the, the mythical champs. No, we don't need to be champs. No, the kids the kids got a they were so happy they beat that team that we haven't beat. Did they get a third place ring or anything no, like that? Or? No, first and second get rings. No third no third place second uh place gets a ring. They do. Second place gets a ring too. Yeah, all these tournaments have first and second place. Well, you get a first and second place trophy in most tournaments, right? So this is just replaces the trophy. Right. All the tournaments, basketball tournaments we played in as kids. If you were in the championship game, there was a trophy for first place and a trophy for second place. One trophy, though. Right. I mean, you got to make rings for every kid on. every. No, every. No, every kid got a trophy. I got a dude. I got a fistful of trophies from basketball in there and from baseball. I had first and second place trophies, some shiviet shootout participant trophies, but uh, I don't have any participant trophies. I I don't remember getting any. I don't think I would let any of my kids keep a participant trophy. I don't know how I feel. How do you feel about that? I mean, that's what it is. If you lose, I mean, no, if you play in the championship game is great. Yeah, but I, I. I mean, look, don't get me wrong. Number one, getting the champ, winning the championship. That's what it's all about. Right. Sure. But I mean, even in, even in the NBA, you get, you get a ring for winning the Eastern conference. You get a ring for winning the national league pennant. Yeah. You get a ring in the football for winning the yeah. I, AFC or NFC. I dis- you, I disagree those, with those, but you're right. Yeah. But you do. I mean, you don't hear about them that much, but you yeah. get one. So that's your second place ring. Basically. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, you didn't lose though. You, well, you lost in the finals, yeah. So that you came away with that, but yeah, but you don't get the ring in the finals or the or the World Series. You get it. You get it after you won something. I get it the next year. It takes a whole year. To get well, all that yeah. Stuff. I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, the anyway. Bengals gave out replicas of the AFC Championship ring to all the season ticket holders. That's, this year. Yeah, I think everybody's doing that now. Yeah. Um, but I, you know, in that case. I'm going to get sized for my uh, National League Central, my 2023 National League Central division champ. Cincinnati Reds. Cincinnati Reds ring. I love it because they are one game back as of today. Game and a half or one game? Game, game and a half. I think. Game and a half yeah. back as of today. Super right. excited about this. Ellie De La Cruz. So we went to, we talked about this a little bit last week. I was there for a game. I missed the Ellie De La Cruz game. You were there for the Ellie De La Cruz game. Uh, Abbott's been, Abbott threw two straight, his first two starts were both shutouts. Uh, this team hustles. This team is young. This team plays hard. And they are becoming fun to watch. And they're winning games in bunches which is super fun. I, I didn't know that I would watch a lot of Reds this year, and I'm starting to watch them. And Mr. Joey Votto is about to come back. And we all know when that youth, I don't know, I've, we've seen it before, when the youth exuberance comes through, sometimes Mr. Votto gets a little, uh, gets a little, uh, a little uh, fountain of youth put into him. You know what I mean? Like he gets a, get, he'll get a little spurt going, and you see a little life. That you haven't seen in a while from him. I hope so. It it usually takes him about a month to get going. Yeah. In the season, and he hasn't got he hasn't played pretty much at all. So, yep. uh, but he's down for his second second rehab stint now, and uh, so yeah, I guess he's he's pretty close. Mm-hmm. So, but now you got another you have another decision to make because 
you've got to move guys around again. Somebody's yep. going to lose playing time if Joey Votto is going to play almost every day. I assume Votto is going to just DH. Uh, I would think, but he's he's really fond of playing first base, so sure. he might lobby for that a little bit. But you've got Stevenson as well now, who is doing a lot of DHing. Um, not playing a lot of first. They're going to have to find a place for him if Votto becomes the DH. And who's been playing first? I don't even know who's been playing first. Uh, Spencer Steer. And Spencer Steer's been playing well. Great, yeah. Another one of the another rookie that uh, he got rookie of the month. He got rookie of the month last month. And uh, Matt McClain got National League Player of the Week like two weeks ago. The second week he was in the majors. Yeah. Second or third week he was in the big leagues. Um. So very exciting. You know, the whole world is talking about Ellie De La Cruz because he's immediately the fastest player in baseball. Yeah. And he's six five and he can hit. And his first home run almost left the stadium. Um he can hit the ball a mile and he can run the bases faster than anybody else. He hit a double off the wall that I don't think ever got higher than five feet. <laughs> the first night he did yeah. that. Yeah. I'm saying he hit a ball so hard. It may have still been going up when it got five feet in the air and hit off the wall. Yes. Like insane. Yeah. I, that was the ball that was hit. That was the hardest hit ball of any red. Of any year. red this year. Yes. Yeah. Um, so anyway, and then Andrew Abbott, you already mentioned him. He's been really good his first two starts. He's going against Houston tomorrow in Houston. That'll be a big, big test. This is big. This is a big test. That's right. Hunter Green uh is uh you know, there's now. he's back now. This is gonna be huge. You're gonna have you're going to get to see some stuff. Lodolo, Green, Abbott. This could turn into something fun. Yeah. So here's my question for you. Yeah. Maybe this is a little ahead of schedule for the Reds, maybe, right? If they become, if they end up and let's say they, let's say around the all-star break, they are leading the NL Central. Is there a move out there? Are they making a move to to get a to get an arm? Are they making a move? There's no way, right? Like they're not making a move right now. I have a feeling they won't because it seems like they're a stay put team most of the time. Yeah. Uh but with the excitement people are actually caring about it the last 2 weeks. That's the other thing too is I'm 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 a skeptical person. I'm a I'm a Glass half empty guy. Unfortunately, I yep. hate that about myself. But, but, I, and I also feel like, and then people who are like that also like to say, yeah, but I'm a realist, and that's just a masked way to say that I'm I'm sure. negative about everything. Yep. But, um, truly, we're talking about two weeks of good baseball, and it it definitely coincides with bringing these these really good prospects up. So it could be legit. Also. We've seen a zillion times where a guy comes up, has a hot start, and then the league, the league adjusts to him, and then he does it. You know, you and, these and guys Taylor aren't going to maintain. Taylor Cruz has struck out a little bit here the last couple of games, and sure. it's going to happen. He'll strike. Right? He'll strike out, for sure. Yes. Yeah. Um, but that so so like some people are. It's always funny to watch. Some people get so overwhelmed with the. Oh my God, look how fun this team is. It's so, they're so good now. And it's like, okay, but don't like stay, try to, try to not get too high or too low. Sure. Right. And the Reds a month ago were pretty low. It looked like they were going to have a bad season. Yeah. Before they got brought, brought all these guys up. So awesome. Like ride out the, the fun time now. 
probably expect, you know, a, a regression to the mean a little bit at least. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I, I don't want to get too over the top about how great this team is now because they still have a bullpen that's not awesome. So it doesn't have to be better, it doesn't have to be how great the team is, but you can be excited for for how much better the sure, team is. Of course. And they've won they won five straight, I think, and like eight to ten or something like that. And that's exciting. I mean wins are what matter the most and that's what's exciting. Yeah. Um they're uh they're the Reds are like I was thinking about this today. They're like a league pass team, like, like in the NBA, a team like Sacramento two years ago and sure and, and Memphis three or four years ago, mm-hmm. like you start to see like these, these young players coming up, like, oh, they're going to be pretty good in a couple of years mm-hmm. and they're exciting now. And I think that's what the Reds are right now. Yeah. So it, it might not translate for the rest of the year into tons of wins and they don't run away with the central, but. I mean, it could happen. That mm-hmm. could happen, but um, but they might just be exciting because they have a bunch of young, good players, and then that they, play hard. That that play hard, yeah. Um, that, how about Ellie De La Cruz beating out a chopper to first base? That's insane. Was that fun? It's insane. <laughs> I mean, that was Billy Hamilton type stuff. I hope, I hope. Like I remember, so I remember Hanley Ramirez. When Hanley Ramirez came up, he was a tall shortstop. You know skinny fast great player and he ended up being a big slow first baseman four <laughs> years into the league you know what i mean I, like, I and like he just, happens a lot and he just wanted to hit bombs and he'll, he, he'll he steal could, 40 bases his yep. first year and then 12 the rest of his career yeah and they and they'll hit a ton of home you know he right. starts hitting home runs and it's like okay well this is who i am i'm gonna beef up i'm gonna do everything i can and then that's what happened to Haley Ramirez, and i hated that i hated that and I pray something like that doesn't happen with this Ellie De La Cruz. I pray that he stays this incredible athlete and, you know, just Bo Jackson's the heck out of this Eric Davis. <laughs> I love that statement. I love that statement. <laughs> Those are two of my favorite guys ever. Exactly. And that's what he reminds you of, right? Yeah. He's got the athlete. He's got an above average arm. He's got an above average bat and he's got above average speed. Mm-hmm. Right. We don't, I mean, his fielding, we don't know all about, but he's at least a three tool player, mm-hmm. uh, minimum. And, you know, maybe his contact's not the best, but we know he's at least a three tool player in three really fun tools. Yeah. That's right. Um, he's stolen four or five bases. He's walked four or five times already in, you know, his first seven or eight games. And, uh, so yeah. I, and that's the thing. Like, He's his plate discipline might not be what you want it to be yet, but he he's so dangerous that guys are going to pitch around him anyway. Absolutely. And he'll take some walks, too, because he knows yep. that's going to happen. Yep. So um, very, very, very exciting, though. Very exciting. I, I shouldn't have even mentioned that it's probably not going to last as exciting as this forever because I just brought the whole thing down. But but I'm going to tell you right now, you all you started this whole thing. By saying you were going to pre-order your replica yeah. 2023 Central Division Champs ring. The problem is you don't get a ring for that. The ring doesn't come until you win the NL pennant. They don't get uh, division cha- championship rings? No. You sure? I'm pretty sure. Who's the kid? Uh, you don't get and- one for winning the AFC North. You don't? I don't think so. 
Like you get one I for feel winning. Like I think you get, you get one for winning the AFC championship, but you don't get one for winning the AFC North. Hmm. It's like saying, well, we won our pool in pool play. Well, you don't get a ring for that. You get a ring for coming in first or second get, for getting to the championship game. Yeah. Well, I bet I can still order one if they win the division. I guarantee you can. <laughs> I guarantee you can. I got 15 websites over here. You can go do whatever you want. That's from true. $8, from $8 to $50, you can get one of these bad boys and have anything you want on it. You can put Adam Schmidt MVP of the NBA and do everything you want on that thing, man. They're pretty slick. Um, all right. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get a Denver Nuggets ring, man. Oh, 100%. That'll be an easy one. Uh, because we mentioned it early on, Denver Nuggets uh, won the NBA championship in five games. And they, uh, it was really, even after that, because they lost game two at home to Miami. Right. And the way that Miami beat teams that were supposed to be better than them the entire playoffs and their toughness and grittiness and, and winning with players that are just playing really hard and smart and shooting the ball well guys that are undrafted and everybody knows the whole Miami heat story if you're yep. you know following basketball um and they're an easy team to root for um for that reason they're they were an underdog going into this series and ev- even after that game too I think we talked about it it still felt like Denver was just a better team. They just were. And 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 you can't I'm, a lot of people are saying, "Man, Miami lost this final." Miami did not lose the finals. They did not lose this NBA finals. Denver Nuggets won the NBA finals. I agree. That Miami team put everything they had. Like I somebody said on the radio the other day, it just looked like Denver wanted it more. I'm going to tell you right now. Disagree. There is zero chance that anyone on that Miami Heat team is going to tell you that anyone wanted it more than them. Yeah. <clears throat> and when you get to that pinnacle, there is no wanting it more, but there is running out of gas. And sure. Jimmy Butler was gas. Did you watch the final game, game five? I only got to see the fourth quarter. Okay, so I watched, um, I watched almost all of it. And from the get-go, Ooh, sorry. From the get-go, Jimmy Butler, uh, they were talking about he needs to take it to the basket. He's got to get to the free-throw line. He would penetrate and pull up, penetrate and pull up, penetrate and fade away. He was not going strong to the basket early. That tells me he's just trying to get a shot up. He's you know He got past his man, but then he, he wasn't fin- – like he was tired. My man was tired. It's hard to do what he did. And Aaron Gordon did a great job oh, guarding phenomenal. Did you see Aaron Gordon afterwards? Did you see the video? Old boy is in his game shorts. Oh, walking through no the shirt, walking through the streets <laughs> yeah. of downtown Denver. That's great. Going nuts. That was awesome. Yeah. That was so cool. Yeah. That's a trustworthy. That's a, that's trusting people right there. But he is. So, I mean, he has put on so much muscle since he's gotten in the league, too. Yes. That guy has put together. Yes. Um, yes. And, it, and it's helped him a lot, I'm sure, on defense. I mean, Absolutely. he's a big, strong guy, and uh, and, and he, he was very valuable on the defensive he end. He has embraced that. Everyone's talking about I mean, it's easy to embrace the defensive side when you play for a really good team mm-hmm. and you have a role. Like, nobody wants to play defense if you're getting beat by 
30 every night, right? Like right. you're not going to play defense, but when you're winning games and you now have this role on this team, it's easy to buy into that. Yeah. And he's bought into it. He, and he's a freak athlete. He is. And he taught, and he talked about, uh, he, he said, when you have Nikola Jokic, Jamal Murray, uh, Michael Porter Jr., those guys are such good scorers. Yeah. He's like, I, you know, the pressure is not on me to go score then because they're, they're so good at it. Um, I can, you know, I can get lobs and dunks and tip mm-hmm. tips and all that kind of stuff. I get 15, 20 points off, sure. off scraps. Sure. But I, I can, I can use all my energy on the defensive end and take care of that side for them because they're taking care of us mm-hmm. on the other side. So, uh, very cool. Um, saw a couple of clips and stuff from the parade they had already. Um, my, my, Michael Mal- they all uh, a bunch of them seem like they were a little overserved maybe but that happens all that happens yes. every every time yes. um every parade every team has uh but it was funny and as a matter of fact uh he said Aaron Gordon said uh some guy said uh well has it really hit you which is a funny question has it really hit you yet that you are an NBA champion or is it still you still waiting on that he's like I'll tell you what hit me is these Modellos. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty good. I love that. And he kind of laughed and just walked away. Oh, that's good. But uh, anyway, uh, good for them. It's you know they're and I'll tell you what. Everybody, I think, is gaining more and more respect for Nikola Jokic because he is such an unassuming, humble yeah. superstar. He didn't even want to be there. He was like, I don't really care about this. He he went into his post game interview. After the finals are over and some one of the girls were asking questions and she's like, this is the first time any in that I've been doing this covering the NBA and the MVP didn't bring their trophy in with them. Yeah. And he's like, I don't Blake even know Andrews, where it's at. Yeah. I don't even know where it's at, man. I, I don't know. I think I left it somewhere. He just, yeah. He's like, whatever. Just get me back to Serbia, please. Yep. That's what, <laughs> yeah. I heard that too. Yeah. yeah. He's like, I just want to go home with my family and my closest friends and just, yeah. just relax and, mm-hmm. you know, just get me out of here. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, and you know, all the, when he does talk, any question directed at him for accomplishments or anything, he's like, I just, I don't know, man. Mm-hmm. It just, he says that a lot. He's like, I don't know. Yep. You know, I, what do you, what do you think about this and that being tied in with Wilt Chamberlain and, yeah. and Kareem or with all these, you know, stats and everything. I don't know. It's yeah. fine. I guess, yeah. you know, I just, we won. So that's what I care. You know, I heard something the other day is pretty cool about Jokic. So um, they were talking about, his passing and how great of a passer he is. And they were saying that a lot of it comes from the fact that he played water polo. Oh, so you ever seen those dudes in water polo, right? First off, they're strong as oxes. Cause you can't touch the ground. You can't touch the bottom of the pool. You're wading water all the time, Yeah, but they I like hold that, that without, the they hold sport. that ball kind of up in the air and you've got small angles that you're looking into with all the people around. And that's kind of how he holds the ball when he's got it in the post. It's just kind of sitting here and then zoop zoop. You know yep. what I mean? That's right. So it's kind of, that was kind of a cool thing that I, I, I learned the other day. I didn't know he played water polo. I didn't know he did either. And I could, you know, and maybe somebody made that up. It was on the Dan Patrick show. Reggie Miller was talking about it. So I thought that was pretty cool. Reggie could have made it up. Reggie could have made it up hundred percent. That's why I said it. Cause when Reggie's on the Dan Patrick show, I don't know what's real and what's not. <laughs> yeah, Cause yeah, those yeah. two mess with each other all the time, yeah. but it made sense when he was talking about it. 
the, the best thing about that is when uh when they start talking Larry Bird. They oh, they seem to they talk, talk about Larry, Larry Bird, Bird every single time. They just did the other day. Reggie was on uh on Tuesday, I want to say, and he said he said, uh, so who's a better shooter, uh, you or Ray Allen or something like that? And he was like, you're ta- or he was like Ray Allen or Steph Curry. Or, and he starts going, he goes, you're talking about my children. These are my children. I am God. I, I, I spawn. No, he said, I spawned them. And he goes, all right, well, what about Larry Bird? He goes, oh, no, no, no. I spawned from Larry. Larry is God. I am Jesus. And those are my kids. <laughs> Love it. Yeah. Love it. That was pretty cool. Um, yes, it always comes to some kind of Larry Bird something with those two. I enjoy that a lot. Um, okay. So there's not a probably not a good transition here, but we're gonna jump back into baseball because we have the Mount Rushmore, the MR of MRs. MR of MRs. Mount Rushmore of middle relievers. Are you ready for this? I'm ready for this. Are you ready for this? I'm 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 close to being ready for it. I can start it off. Oh, yeah. You go, no, you go ahead and start it off. Yeah. We can go either way. You wanna okay. Um, so a lot of good, uh, a lot of good guys. I saw a couple lists here, and um a lot of the names that were on that list were guys in the 90s and 2000s. Which is when, yes. And yes. and yeah, uh I yeah, I guess I I guess that transition where uh, starters are going less less distance in games. You start hearing about the hundred pitch count, and sure. and you see thing more things like that, right? So middle relievers, so you got to cover more ground in games. Middle relievers start becoming more important. You got the hold stat that which come, yep. I I can't imagine you're crazy about. I don't know that I am either. It's I don't mind great. the hold stat. It doesn't bother me that much. I mean, you know, it's just it's another thing. It it helps. You know what it does is it helps these guys get paid. I guess yeah. It does because yeah. it's hard to say how how important was Scott Sullivan to the Reds. We pitched more innings than anybody on the Reds team, you know, in for three straight years and you know, so how important was he? You know, did he come did he get wins? No. Did he get losses? No. Did he what did he do? Well, he ate up a ton of innings. Mm-hmm. And held games close and did these things that needed to be done. So I think that hold stat really helped middle relievers to kind of get to a different pay area that they probably deserve. Cause that's a difficult thing to do. So they did, they came in and pitched and didn't give up a lead basically. Is that, that's yes. what it is. Okay. Yes. Um. So it's like a save for a middle reliever. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um. I'm going, I mean, I wrote down, 15 names here or something like that. Uh, but I'm going to start with Jesse Orozco. That's a beautiful one. Jesse Orozco. Beautiful uh, one. He he pitched in four decades. That's unbelievable. 79 was his first year, and Un- he pitched until 03. Unbelievable. 1,252 games. He was 1,000 years old. Almost 1,300 innings as a relief pitcher. Um, and he had over, over all that time. 1300 innings almost a 316 ERA. That's really impressive. Struck <laughs> out over 21% of the batters he faced um which which uh, as I was comparing was really high um Jesse Orozco. Like it. Chris this this next guy hmm? did 
what this guy does. I am him. I'm going with Arthur Rhodes. Arthur Rhodes. <laughs> Arthur Rhodes. That's a good one, Arthur man. I, so Arthur Rhodes, man of many teams. I remember him most with Seattle. That's how I remember him. He was a reliever on that. Was that 90, 96? When they made, when Seattle made that run with Griffey? 95, maybe? 95. Yeah. 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 Somewhere in there. Um, I just started watching the Ken Griffey Jr. documentary last night. Uh, I still haven't even turned it on yet. Yeah. It looks like it's going to be really good, though. Arthur Rhodes, I remember him most from being with the Reds. <laughs> sure, <laughs> yeah, obviously, um, yeah, in the early two thousands, he was he was uh, he was well, he was on the two thousand like ten and twelve teams that were that made the playoffs. Oh wow, was that he recent? Was on those, Thirteen he was years on ago, teams, yeah, um, and was a v- really valuable member of that. Huge, yeah. huge, huge. He was the setup man. That's right. To Aroldis Chapman. Yep. I guess. Um, he pitched 20 innings. 20 innings. 20 years. How about that? How about 20 years? He pitched way more than 20 innings. I mean, 20, <laughs> 20 years sounds better than 20 innings. He was like almost he probably 1,200 matter of yeah. fact, and uh, and struck out 23% of the batters that he faced, which is a very, very high number. I like it. Um, I'm going to go – it was hard for me not to do this, but I'm I'm going two more reds besides Arthur. Rhodes I mean, here. you're thinking middle relievers. It's not like you got a lot. Like you're gonna go with the ones that you know. There are a ton of names that I loved, you know, yeah. over the years. Um, third one, I'm going Norm Charlton. Norm Charlton uh, pitched for for a long time too, and he also pitched for Seattle and the Reds. Yep, uh, and was really good for both. Uh, had a, a career 371 ERA over about n- almost 900 innings, struck out 21% of the guys. It seems like about that 20% mark is where the like really elite strikeout guys were. Yep. And I didn't even remember Norm Charlton as a huge strikeout guy, but I guess he was because he struck out a, a ton of guys that he faced. So we're going to be pretty close to the same because if you got Charlton on here, Charleston, I've got Charleston and I've got a feeling you're going to have the So we're going to have the same guy for the last one too. I bet we won't. Oh no! You didn't go with another nasty boy. No. I okay. To. Okay. I, I went two to. nasty boys. I took two nasty boys. So, well, which because no, I went Dibble because Myers was okay. the closer. I was gonna Myers say, was the closer. I went Dibble. Some saves he did, and he got a lot more saves as he got older. But for that one year, Myers was the main man. It was it was Charlton Dibble Myers. That was how that was the rank in file. This one might surprise you for my fourth. One. Okay. Clay Carroll. Wow, there you go. Yeah, I love Clay, it. I love that. My dad would love that. Clay Carroll. He pitched. Uh, let's see, th- uh, thirteen hundred fifty-three innings. He pitched for a long time. Well, sixty-four to seventy-eight. Um, and he was on the Big Red Machine, right? Was. Uh, and his career ended shortly after that, yeah. like right after the Big Red Machine uh stopped going to the World Series every year. Um. But he had a sub 300. I can't talk. Sub, sub three. three ERA. Yeah, that's insane. In over 1,300 innings career. Uh, Jesse Roscoe, Clay Carroll, Arthur Rhodes, Norm Charlton. Love it. All right. So I took two nasty. I'm going two nasty boys. I'm taking, I'm taking Dibble I'm and sure Charleston. I'm taking all three. I, and just I, said. Dibble and Charleston, or Charleston, Charlton, uh, 100% right off the bat. Uh, and I like the Jesse Roscoe 
Uh, the, I mean, you can't not put him on the best middle reliever of all time because that's all he did for 30, 40 years or however long you said it was. <laughs> Whatever you said it was. My last one, I've said it a million times. The greatest middle reliever in Reds history is Scott Sullivan. There's no better. The sidearm, masterful man. That dude pitched for maybe five years. I don't know how long. It might have been five years. Maybe it was 15 years. I don't know. But he pitched, I feel like, 162 games a year. Yeah, I feel like he threw in 162 games a year. I feel like he was a rubber arm. I always saw him out there. Sullivan was always, and he always pitched well. He was never in trouble. I don't have all your stats. Scott Sullivan is a thousand percent on my Mount Rushmore. I think he led the league for like three straight years. Innings pitched. Pitch. He did. Yeah, yeah. yeah. With the Reds. Um, yeah. Scott Sullivan. Really I don't know good. if that's a good thing or not, but well, <laughs> when you're not yeah, a starter, I mean, yeah, right. yeah. <laughs> if you're not a starter and you're leading the league in innings pitched, that's eh, probably not good. Major starters weren't great. Yeah. But uh, yes, Scott Sullivan was, was one of the bright spots in some Reds teams that weren't very good for mm-hmm. a while there. Yep. Yeah. All right. I like it. It means uh, we got one thing left. That's right. And that is Miss Wanda Sykes. Adam, uh, she's an entertainer. I like the way that the the, the I'm an entertainer uh, came into effect. That was pretty funny. Um, she is a lesbian and uh, talks a lot about her French wife. Very funny. Smokes everywhere, I guess. Uh, doesn't care if she's in someone else's house or her own. Um or or school or preschool or kindergarten or whatever it is. Um, this was 99.99% about what she did during the pandemic. I mean, that's basically what this whole thing was about and what happened and things that happened during the pandemic, obviously. Um, so, you know, there's a lot of politics stuff in here and I kind of knew it was going to be that way with Wanda Sykes. I, I loved it. I thought it was hilarious. She does a great job of still making all that stuff funny. I love, I, I really, really enjoyed it. I like Wanda Sykes. I've always liked Wanda Sykes. And I'm not going to say this was like a 4.2 or something phenomenal, but I would suggest people to watch this. I get, I give it a three, seven. And I think people, I think it was pretty good. She's she, she had me laughing quite a bit. She talks about her, talks about her kids. Oh my God. There's some really funny jokes with her kids. Her kids were shot in Laquisha. Yeah. Yes, that's what they're going to be called. Uh, that's what that's their what they're going to be called if they want to get their inheritance from her. That's right. <laughs> yep. I love that. Two little white kids. <laughs> you hated it. <laughs> hated it. I knew you were going to hate it. Hated it. On film, very good. Hated it. <laughs> uh, Wanda Sykes is. You mentioned it. She is. Uh, Black, gay, and a woman. And that is what this is about. That is what her comedy is pretty much always about. 100%. And so I was, to be honest, a little turned off because I didn't think she did a good job of... It felt like so many of her jokes, and they're all about all that stuff. 100%. And, and you know what? Those are all minorities, and they're all groups that have been, that have been uh, uh, oppressed for a very, very long time. And I'm, I know that there's tons of truth to that. I'm totally on board with that. And I'm totally on board with making that mostly about what you want to talk about. If that's what you want to talk about in your comedy, you, to me, 
you have because you're not the only one doing that. Everybody else is talking about that stuff too. Yeah. And I think you have to find ways to do different jokes. You have yeah. to, you have to make it funny in different ways. I, can, I felt I, like they were too it was too predictable. I felt like it was too much low-hanging fruit stuff. I'll give you that for sure. There was a lot. I mean, I still laughed at a lot of it, but I was there was most of it was pre- was predictable as it was coming out. I was just like at this point, she's been in comedy 40 years or whatever. I'm like, you're still doing the same jokes, yeah. basically, yeah. about yeah. the same yeah. things. And it's it's just not, it didn't, I was a little disappointed. I'll be honest with you. I like Wanda Sykes, but I was kind of disappointed in this one. Um, and I gave it a 2.3. Wow. We're way off on that one. We're, we're that might off. be the biggest uh, offsetting that we've had in a long time. In a while. Yep. For sure. Sorry. All right. It is what it is. Well, let's figure out what we're going to do. Uh, am I in charge of Mount Rushmore and you're in charge? Yeah, I got Mount Rushmore and you got that. While I think oh, of them. Yeah, I got Mount Rushmore. No, I did uh, middle, relievers. middle relievers. I got Mount Rushmore. Oh, oh so we're it's kinda, to it's a point where it's, I'll take the Mount Rushmore. You take the you take the yeah. the easy low hanging fruit. <laughs> yeah. Um. So while we while I think about this, I want to tell you. So I'm going to Gatlinburg, leaving tomorrow. Gatlinburg, Tennessee. Adam, you were just there. Do you got any suggestions for me? Um, I'm not going to try to go anywhere where I can get stung by a thousand wasps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Be careful about uh, if you have a deck on your place where you're staying. uh, There's going to be wasps in there making nests. Other than that. A lot of the stuff to do is in Pigeon Forge and Sevierville. You don't have to go all the way into Gatlinburg. Now there's tons of stuff there, but I feel like there's way more people there. Oh yeah. Um I don't want to go anywhere. I just want yeah. to chill. You're only a, there for about a day or it's two. It's like or a something. day and a half. Day and a half. Like I just want to stay in a cabin and hang out and relax. That's what I want to do. I have no drive, no want or desire to go into Gallenberg. I have no desire to or want to go into Pigeon Forge. I have no desire to go on a hike. At the same time, are you going to, I mean, you're going to go all the way there to sit in a cabin? 100%. If the view is beautiful and I can look out over top of the mountains. Okay. Yeah. If you have thousand percent, there's a pool table. Oh, there you go. There's a pool table. I don't know. All right. Can I go? Um, no, no, I don't know if there's a pool table or not, to be honest with you. I feel like all those places have a pool table and a hot tub. Like that's a you gotta have a pool table and a hot tub to have a cabin in Gatlinburg. Um, but no, no, I just want to relax, man. I just want to relax. We're gonna go into town for dinner on Saturday night. There you go. And that's all I need. I don't need anything else. There are a couple places uh that seem pretty good. Oh, a place that we went. And I'll have to, because off the top of my mind, I can't remember, but I'll, uh, I'll have to get the name of it. But there's a good, it's like a brewery, but it's a, a it's a big place and it's a restaurant. And then uh-huh. you can, if you eat there, you can go. I think that's right to the other side, and they'll do like a tasting, a bourbon tasting, or something like that. For okay, you. I think that might be where we're going. Is some kind of place like that? Yeah, uh, I can't. I, 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 I'm not a thousand percent sure. That's not the right. The the islands is a it's right by the islands and the islands is a real cool place too. That's just like you got a whole bunch of shops, right? Um, and so that was I like that. 
uh, so I'm going to tell you where, where, uh, where we're going here, because I, uh, I really want to tell you if this is it, I feel like it is some kind of brewery. Uh, here it is. Where's that? Okay. Yes. It's called Friday night and eat at, Oh, just says eat at the brewery. Yeah. So it's gotta be it, right? How many breweries can there possibly be? Mount smoky mountain brewery. That's oh, no. all right. No, no that's not it. No. Man, how many breweries can there be in a dry County? I think there's a Is bunch it of still a dry County. <laughs> so, no. No. Remember when Gallenberg was a dry County when we were little, it was always, was it? it was a dry County. When no, we I were, remember yeah. That. Yeah. Um, no, I think that, I mean, Tennessee, well, I guess whiskey's real big there, I guess. Right. But oh yeah. You gotta have that whiskey well, is everywhere now. Uh, it's, I mean, that they're all about the moonshine, right? So oh, that's true. Yeah. That too. Which is whiskey. That's whiskey. Moonshine is whiskey. Okay. So they're down there, you know, you got to have all the 5,000 different moonshines that everybody makes down there. That's the, you know, the, I'm sure we'll do moonshine tastings. Gotcha. Can you get an Uber in, in Tennessee? Oh yeah. We're in Sevierville. I mean, that's right there, right? Yeah. 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 You're close enough to where everything. Yeah. My town bike. What if I get a bike? The only thing was there's a there's like basically one lane to go from Pigeon Forge yeah. to to Gatlinburg and back. Yeah. And there was some construction and stuff too. So it took a long time. You sat in traffic for a while. Well, here's the deal, bro. Like we've got pool play on Saturday. I'm uh, I'm I we're, I'm gonna miss that. I'm it's, it's very difficult for me to give up responsibilities as a coach. Sure. Uh, I'm not good at that. Not good at all. I don't like giving up my main duties, right? Like I ask my coaches for advice all the time, always asking coaches for advice. I want to know what they think. I want to know, uh, you know, I want to make the best decision. However, I get to make the final decision. You can give me all the advice you want to give me. I'm, I'm, I'm going to take it into consideration and I'll 90% of the time go with it, but I also am going to make, so this is going to be tough. Like I will look around at the guy who does a lot of our pitching coach stuff and I'll be like, all right, what do you think? One more batter? Like I'm only giving him one more. Should I give him one more? And he'll say two or he'll say, I wouldn't even give him another one. Get him now. You know, something like that. Or who we going? Who we going? What, who we going if he's struggling or who, what's, you know, we'll have conversations like that. Now it's just on that dude. Now it's nothing like, it's not me. Sometimes he'll tell me something and then I end up letting him go an extra batter or something like that happens. And, you know, I still make the, you know, final decision on it. It's going to be tough. I'm going to be watching a video of the game. I'm going to have to be calling. I'm going to be calling throughout the entire game. Is your dad not the interim manager? He's going to, he's going to coach first. Okay. Uh, but I'm going to have another dad coach third. Cause dad already, dad, my dad already coaches first. Another guy will coach third. Uh, and he also is the guy who does most of the pitching work okay. that I talked to about pitching. So he'll, do the pitching stuff, which kind of puts him into basically with those two aspects, basically puts him into that, that role. Right. It's also hard for me. It's hard for me to think like I've got, there's, we've got like, including me, I've got six coaches, right? It's too many coaches, way too many coaches. (laughs) Uh, A couple of them though are, I mean, coaches in name, right? Like one guy calls himself the head coach. He's not the biggest baseball guy. I'll be the first one to tell you. But he calls himself the head coach because he's there to help the kids out with their head, right? Like he's there when they're when they're struggling, you know, come on, baby, let's go or pump them up or, you know, bring them down if they're getting a little too cocky, you know, whatever he's got to do. He's the head coach. Okay. So like so that. we kind of get a kick out of that, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and we got a guy who does just hitting, but he's uh, he's got a son that's 13. 
So, and he coaches first for that team. So he's not at all the games. So that's one guy that's in and out. Then you got me, my dad, uh, the pitching guy. And uh, another guy, my my brother-in-law who helps out, who right. does a lot of the warming up. So, like, it's like, hey, need to warm a guy up. Boom, he's out there warming the guy up. He warms the catcher up in between innings – or the pitcher up in between innings while the catcher's getting gear on. Like, everybody's got a role. We've got way too many coaches, but they all have roles. Sure. <sighs> got to figure out how to keep all their roles in check and not <laughs> let anybody get too high or get too low. You know what I mean? <laughs> it sounds like you got a plan, though. I've got I've got a plan. We've got a plan. It'd be it's a good plan. Day. Yeah. I'm gonna have to write it all out and make sure everybody understands it tomorrow, but it'll be all right. I gotta make a couple lineups up. Yeah. And then I've you know, I'm over here scritching and scrabbling. I keep pencil on my on me all the time. Mm-hmm. And I keep a blueprint of what I want to do for every inning, right? I've got six innings written out, all the kids, where they'll be playing. You know, but that's a blueprint because if pitching doesn't work out and doesn't go the however long I have it planned on my blueprint, I got to move people around. Sure. Now I got to count on somebody else to do that. I don't know how that's going to maneuver right. I always try to still make it to where kids are, you know, every kid sits out at least one inning. A couple kids will have to sit out two innings. Just is what it is. Uh, You know, I don't want anybody to get, I don't want that to get out of hand. That's it's yeah. Yeah. It's going to be tough. You'll be all right. I'm You'll very right. nervous. You'll get through it, and then so, you guys will play at 4 o'clock. Bracket play. Bracket play is at <clears> – <throat> so if you're – like you said, if you're the number one seed, and I told the boys we need the number one seed, we play at 4 o'clock on Sunday. Boom. 4 o'clock. Then if you win that, you play in a championship at 6. That's what we want, right? We want that. However, if you are in – Oh, Jesus, Pete, I hate when it, I hate ads. There should be no ads on any apps <laughs> yeah. ever. Um, however, if we come in uh, second place, we play at noon. Uh, second and seventh play at noon. I'm okay with either of those. I can do noon. I can make it there at noon. Fourth and fifth play at noon. I can't do third and sixth. That's 10 a.m. I ain't getting back from Gatlinburg at 10 a.m. after partying no on way. Saturday night. It's not happening. And then if we're in the lower bracket, I don't even want to talk about that. There's zero reason we should be in the lower bracket. But if it happens, at least that doesn't start till two. Gotcha. But I need, I can't, we can't be third or sixth. We can't do third or sixth. Like, we got to <laughs> stay away from thir- third or sixth. That's the biggest one. I'll be able to make, I'll make noon. I don't, if there's traffic, I'll make sure I get out of there at 6 a.m. if I have to and make it a six hour drive. I don't care. God, that sounds terrible. <laughs> but I'll do it. I got to be there for them boys. I'm not letting anybody coach bracket play. That's my goal is to is for me to coach bracket play. Okay. I'm, oh, still, be good. I'm still not good. I'm still not okay. You'll be all right because because you guys are going to finish in the top two, so it won't be third or sixth. Uh, two's not – oh, third, yeah, two is the – was that a 2 o'clock game or a noon game? That was a noon game. Two, two, so two you guys will finish first. Game. Let's just finish first. Let's, let's just finish first and get the four. four let's just get the four o'clock game okay. and just not worry about it. I got you. I got you. Okay. I have a question for you. As you're as you're working on your breathing, which is a good thing. It's a great thing. Get a little meditation going. Have you heard of this this young kid who's like the hottest comedian right now, Matt Rife? 
Uh, no, I haven't, but I'm super stoked about it. I think, did you talk to me about this guy already? I don't know. No, I don't maybe like I have. Okay. Matt Reif. Matt Reif, R-I-F-E. Uh, he had yeah, a special put out maybe maybe two months ago, maybe a little less on YouTube. Okay. Called Matthew Stephen Reif. Love it. And this kid is young. I think he's in his early to mid-20s. And he is a super good-looking dude, big muscles. Um, and so a lot of his comedy is like sexualized comedy. Yeah. And there are women of all ages coming to his shows and throwing themselves at him in the middle of the shows. Oh my God. I mean, it's, there are clips online. One sexy dude, man. Yeah. yeah, I'm telling you, I'm pretty stoked about this. He gets a lot of attention from ladies. I feel like if it, like if you're comfortable with yourself Mm -hmm. as a man, you should be able to look at a man and say, that is one good looking guy. He's a very good looking guy. And, and yeah. And, and, if you if you get in if you get into a rabbit hole on TikTok or and I think that's where he actually started getting famous. Okay. On TikTok. And then he started doing shows and bigger shows and bigger shows. And people started knowing about him and people started really going to see him specifically. Okay. And I, I've just I've seen a couple clips of some some women that have gone to these shows and are going crazy, giving him gifts in the middle of the thing, and and they start he's a big crowd work guy okay all right to begin with so but so he's picking women out constantly oh yeah and there's you know women (laughs) at shows all the time and then they're going to shows to see him and they're well hey what's up what's what's going on with you and they're you know flirting back and forth and stuff and i i hope he's funny because if that's all it is i don't don't care about that well (laughs) you know what though if you can do crowd work in a flirty way and be funny with that I feel like you could, I feel like you could pull that off. Mm-hmm. I feel like you could get without just being like, oh, this guy's just trying to hook up with this chick. Right. Like, I feel like as a comedian, you could work it in. I feel like it could be done. It seems like he's uh, really get, really putting some miles on the old car. If, oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, well, I mean, if you've got yeah, it, you got it, bro. Road, you got yeah, it, you got sure. it. Absolutely. Um, so anyway, that's Matthew Stephen Reif is the name of his special. And that's on YouTube. Okay. And I think I think we should check this out because this kid is all the rage right now. What's the what's the name of it again? Or is it just Matthew? Matthew Reif? Stephen Reif is the name of the special. Oh, that's name the name. Of, okay. Yeah. All right. Cool. Yeah. Matthew Stephen Reif. All right. Uh, I am going to go with a Mount Rushmore. Correct me if we've done this already. First baseman. Okay. I don't think we've done first baseman, have we? Yeah. I, I I'm not sure. I feel like we've done catchers. We've done shortstops. We may have even done outfielders, but I don't feel like we've done first baseman. I love it. Yeah. Let's do it. Matt Reif, first baseman. Um, we'll probably start talking a little bit more baseball, maybe. I know it's not really – I mean, they, you can vote for the All-Star game, by the way. Did you cast your uh, WNBA All-Star ballot yet? Twice. Okay, good. Um, I have as well. Uh, I was going – I got Lisa Leslie. Mm-hmm. I got uh, Cheryl Swoops. Yep. Cheryl Swoop, is that is that right? Yep. And then I've got uh uh Cheryl Miller as well. Mm-hmm. Um I can't remember who did you vote Don Staley. I did not vote Don Staley. Uh Rebecca Lobo. Lobo, I did get. Yeah. 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 I did yeah, not vote for Don Staley. I feel like Don Staley probably will make it. Yeah, I don't need to vote for. I I really wanted to try to push the uh I wanted to try to push the the Miller, the Cheryl Miller, Reggie's sister, where I wanted her to get in. So yeah. I was hoping I 
Donstale will probably get in over her though. Maybe, maybe. Yeah, I guess they're both guards. Yeah. Um, are they good? I don't know. Well, uh, is, is I Miller, I feel like Cheryl Miller is probably more of a shoot. Yeah, small forward shooting guard. Maybe. So. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Um, three, maybe a three. I don't know. Yeah, this is the uh, Legends All Star Game, I guess. Right. Yes, that's exactly <laughs> right. Uh, no, who would be a Sue? I mean, Sue Bird, right? Sue Bird's got to be she in it. Tired. Damn, I'm just getting right into it. All right, Sue Bird's out. Um, I'll tell you what, I actually, I actually did about yesterday or the day before, and I had to look at stats and everything. Yeah, and there were maybe three names that I knew that I voted for. Oh, the rest of them you. I, I just went people that were really good just went by and, stats, yeah. uh, i mean obviously what's the the she's been the mvp like three out of the last five years or something like that uh, uh it was elena deladon oh, diana tarasi uh yeah tarasi's been around forever she's she gonna make it still i she, think so she's still she's having a pretty good year yeah uh got about Parker. i like that candace parker love candace parker she's good uh, she's uh, not the one that I was thinking of. Cheney that does the that did yeah. the show for a long time. Yeah, with, uh, with Mike Golick, Gumake. Yeah, Gumake. Um, yeah, yeah. She, she got in a big old fight not that long ago. Did she? Yeah. I don't know if I. Yeah, it's on YouTube, man. She was ready to knock a sister out on the court. Wow. She had long arms. Yeah. Um. So anyway, I actually watched a quarter of uh, Indiana <clears throat> Fever and Chicago Sky before I came over here. Uh, Kelsey Mitchell from Cincinnati is on Fever, and uh, where'd she go to school? Princeton. Princeton. Mm-hmm. So the Indiana Fever, yeah, in the Las Vegas Sky, Chicago, Chicago Sky. Mm-hmm. Man, yeah, Indiana's not been very good. They were L.A. They were is like the, the Sparks, team. right? Isn't the L.A. Sparks? LA Sparks. Okay, I can get one. That's probably the only one. Las Vegas Aces. Isn't that the hockey team? No, Las Vegas Golden Knights is the hockey team. Oh, Las Vegas oh, Aces is the team. Uh, they won. They won the championship last year, I'm pretty sure. Who's that? The Aces. The Las Vegas Aces. And then the Knights Which won the the Knights won the cup this year. Yeah. Wow. And then and, and then, they're uh, about to get in the A's. Or they just <laughs> approved. They just approved the stadium deal in Vegas for the Oakland A's. And the A's are on like a seven or eight game winning streak. Did you see what the Oakland A's fans were trying to do? Reverse. A uh, reverse uh, (laughs) protest. Uh, They wanted to get as many people in the stands as they possibly could. And they're still only getting like 20,000. I was going to say it wasn't even 20, I don't think. (laughs) I don't think it was 20. That stinks because I love, I love. The A's, you know, going back to the early 2000s so, when those teams were awesome. Do the A's, do the A's uh, change their logo? Do they change their, the name or are they going to be the Vegas A's? I mean, you've been, you've had, cause the athletics, Oakland, I mean, Oakland, regional, Oakland so. athletics, you had, they, but before Oakland, they were somewhere else. They've been in a couple different places. They were the A's, Philadelphia, Philadelphia A's Athletics, probably. There you go. So there, you think they keep athletics? Um, yeah, but you never know. I mean, sometimes, sometimes the change, and sometimes the Houston Oilers are just gone forever. Sometimes they're just gone forever. You know what I mean? So uh, the kids say this a lot: "Gone forever, Aaron Hernandez." You ever heard that? No. It's kind of messed up. I've heard multiple people, little kids. It must be something that was on YouTube or something, but like they'll hit a ball, they'll hit a bomb or something like that and be like, gone forever, Aaron Hernandez, and then start running the bases. And I'm like, mm, that's kind of messed up, man. But uh, they yeah. know who Aaron Hernandez is? I don't think they do. They okay. just heard somebody that's say it once. It, you know what I mean? You're, 
you hear somebody say something and you don't really know what you're saying. It's like, eh, I don't know that, uh, that, eh, eh, maybe not. Interesting. I've not heard that yet. You know, I, I didn't hear, you gotta close this thing. Sorry. I can go on forever about just anything. Yeah. The first time I really I've been heard, told I could talk to <laughs> first time I heard Kobe when somebody shoots like a piece of garbage or something. Yeah. I mean, was like 10 years ago Yeah, when I, when I first started working for the Reds the first year, yeah. it's like 2013. Apparently people were saying it all the time before that. I didn't know and that. I, I, neither did I. I, I mean, I, the kids I'd still say it this day after he died, it got even bigger. Like it had a big comeback. Yeah. But apparently that's what everybody was saying. I was like, people say that. Like I had no idea that like was Kobe was some unbelievable shooter. That's what I don't understand. They <laughs> should be is. saying Steph. Yeah, that's what they should be doing. Yeah. I, I I was like, Kobe, why wouldn't you say Jordan or something? Yeah. <laughs> like, it's the time, time, the era. I was yeah, I was in my 30s, and everybody else was like 19 that I worked with down yep. at the stadium. So yeah. Anyway, what a fun time. <clears throat> yeah. All right. Well, uh, Schmidt. Uh, it's it's Schmidt's last name, right? Schmidt. Um. Let's go ahead and uh, close this thing out. We got Mount Rushmore first baseman next week. We've got uh, Matthew Stephen Reif uh, on YouTube. Did I get his name right on the first try? Yeah. Super stoked about that. That's great. Good job. Uh, yeah, I guess that's it. And I, I can't wait to come back with some kind of story from Gallagher. There's some couples on this that I don't know. And, and we all know, like, I, I can be a little much for some people. Like, there is a lot. <laughs> sure. There are people that don't like me because I'm a little too much for their personality, right? Like, they can't handle, they just can't handle it. Or they think, I don't know what it is. I feel like I'm a pretty friendly guy. But there are a lot of people that I'm too much for, and they just don't like me. You're a high-energy guy. A very high-energy guy. And if I get into a situation, I ain't been in, I ain't been, like, a little couple's retreat kind of thing. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm no kids. I got two nights two nights i got friday night and saturday night now hopefully saturday night i can have a full saturday night and i don't have to get up at 6 a.m uh come on boys do it for me or or uh you know e either way no i haven't had a night like that in a long time i could get it could get rowdy bub could get rowdy could get rowdy cannot wait to i've got about that a week. playlist that's 16 hours and 49 minutes long. I'm were, ready to party, bro. Some of those, uh, to me. Yeah, there's not a bad, here. there's not a bad song in the mix. Not a bad song in the mix. Okay. I didn't even get to the boys, the men that was on it. There's at least eight boys, the men songs in there. Automatic, yeah. automatic. Good. good I, uh, it's, it's thing. up and down there. And, and that's the thing. Like, I feel like with that playlist, even no matter who's there, there somebody at one point is going to be like, Oh my God, I love that song. Mm -hmm. Somebody's going to do that. Right. That's true. It's a very, eclectic it's a very uh wide-ranging playlist yeah, got a lot of it on there right so that's what i'm, I'm hoping uh, because i'm not sure like i don't know these people you know what if i roll up into some into some you know uh uptight preppy kind of people that i don't know why i say preppy i feel like preppy gets a bad gets a bad name yeah but i mean zach morris i mean ac slater he, called him preppy and yeah they zach were morris was cool know? as all getting yeah he was cool right i yeah. don't mind it so maybe uptight maybe i don't want some uptight people right like i won't be able to party dude i'm I'm here to party right i'm ready to go <laughs> i might i mean there's a there's a 98 percent chance i'll be in a speedo at some point in time with no pool in sight 
<laughs> exactly right. I'll just be sitting there doing karaoke in my speedo. You're going to the brewery in a speedo. Um, I wouldn't do that. There's too many kids. Uh, well, I I actually I did end anyone. up at a bar that had karaoke going on while I was there. Did you? Oh my god, I love karaoke. Yeah. Like I like. I always say no. I'm not doing. I don't want to do any karaoke. I always sit back in the back, and everybody's like, "Oh, it's karaoke. Come on, let's go." By the time it's all said and done, I'm four songs deep. Like I'm. <laughs> once you get the first one under your belt, it's like. Let's sign up for this. Let's regulators. Let's go. What's next? All right, come on. Baby got back. I'm in. Let's go. What do you got? Hey, you always got to close it out with a little sweet Caroline, right? Oh, you boy. get the whole place going with sweet Caroline. That's a guaranteed. That's a guaranteed crowd pleaser. Sweet Caroline. Mm -hmm. oh, sweet. Definitely. I had a, on a, on a cruise one time I walked up and did, uh, did, uh, vanilla ice. Ice Ice Baby. You know that song? You know that whole song? Uh, I need the words on the TV. If As long as the words are up there, I'm all right. But then afterwards, I got, I put, I did the, I did a little, uh, I did regulators right afterwards. Nice. And I got a little, I got, all of a sudden I had my, I had a little, I had a little, uh, uh, a little, crowd a little cougar, little cougar crowd forming over here. Yep. All my sisters were over there. And oh, I was like, Matt I said, that crew. I said, what do you think? What do you think, girls? What do you, think? you think I should do some Baby Got Back? Oh, they were on the dance floor for Baby Got Back. And there was a whole lot of back. <laughs> yeah. A whole lot of back out there on that dance floor. Whole lot of back. For the, for the people who were uh, of age when that song came it, out, I imagine a lot of yes. backs nowadays. Yes. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Because that's like 10 years older than my prime. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so yeah. yeah, without a doubt, it was, uh, I was, I was, uh, yeah, anyway. Yeah. But I'm with you. Like, eh, you know, I don't know. I could see you with, uh, I could see you getting up to, I mean, we've heard you do, heard you sing acapella here. That's the only time you'll hear me sing. So in front of people, what, what about a little thong song, right? There's a little bit of singing, but it's that, mostly just rapping. It's, it's literally the same thing. He says the exact same thing. I would never 17 times. Song. Yeah. I would never do that. No, song. no. No, I, I mean, you know, yeah, you know, the, the stuff that I like, I'm, mm -hmm. I'm doing a, I'm doing a ballad, you know, I'm doing a I love the way the beat goes, baby, make a booty go. That's terrible. Girl, That's you know, you want to show that dong, the dong, dong, dong. Yeah. <laughs> what a goober. I'm going with some, you know, Joe to see or something like that. Or, uh, or uh, I was just Luda listening to uh, Joe to see. Jodeci and Wu Tang song on uh, on, uh and on XM Fly. Uh, it's all '90s and 2000s. It's uh my my favorite radio station. It was Raekwon. I think it was I think it was just Raekwon and Jodeci is all it was, but it was it was it wasn't bad. It wasn't bad. Jodeci was way better than Raekwon. I like Raekwon, but <laughs> Jodeci is way better. Yeah, I like Jodeci. Oh man, there's nine guys in Wu Tang. Someday we got to do a Mount Rushmore of Wu Tang. <laughs> I, you know what? I never really got into Wu-Tang. I never got into Wu-Tang at all until Wu-Tang and American Saga came out on Hulu a couple years ago. <laughs> really? And it's like from start to finish. And I just finished it the other day. I, it's three or four seasons locked in, dude. Locked in. I love it. Huh. Old Dirty Bastard was a crazy dude. The dude was legit just a nut, nut, nut man. He was nut. He was nutty. <laughs> and Method Man was cool as hell. Method Man is just as cool as you think Method Man is. He wasn't even a gangster or nothing, dude. Method Man just lived in the hood. We talked about this. Like, he, mm -hmm. he used to live with his grandma or aunt or something playing lacrosse. 
at some oh, yeah, prep yeah, yeah. school or something right, like that. Right, right, right. And he okay. got kicked out because he got in a fight during a lacrosse game. That's right. And then he went back to his hood. Yeah. 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 Got shot in the foot. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. It was. Well. Drug deal gone bad down the road. He wasn't involved in it. He was just shooting dice. Boy, I mean, are you are you just sing, trying to sing the the uh <laughs> the Fresh Prince of Bel Air song? <laughs> <laughs> Shooting some dice outside of the school, gotten one little fight. Uh, his grandma got scared. So yeah. You're moving back to Staten Island. Staten Island. <laughs> That's where they're always from. Yeah, That's Staten right. Island. Sal Volcan is a huge fan of theirs because of that. Yeah, I believe yeah. it. I believe it. They're the kings of Staten Island, baby. Right. They brought the two hoods together in Staten Island. <laughs> two of Raekwon and uh, Ghostface Killer. Shoot, that was in opposite. They were in opposite crews. They was trying to. They tried to kill each other. They tried to kill each. Uh, Raekwon. Raekwon shot up his crib one time back in the day oh, before God, they got right? together. That's not very. Yeah, great. it took Rizzo to get them together and let them know, man. Y'all can. Y'all. Y'all got fly rhymes. Now I'm starting to talk. Goofy. <laughs> getting into. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah. Yeah, he's like, "Come on, man, we can make some, we can make some money, we can be good." The guy that plays RZA is hilarious. They did make some money. They made a lot of money. They changed the game. Every one of them, uh, all their record deals were all signed where they had hundred um, uh, percent control of their music. It's the way the to game. do it. Change the game. It had never been done before. Never been done before. Good call. Good uh, business sense. Yeah. Oh, Rizzo. Rizzo knew what he was doing, man. Good job. Knew what he was doing. Yep. Yeah. All right. That's enough. Uh, watch Hulu. Uh, watch. Go to Hulu. Watch Wu-Tang and American Saga. I'm telling you, it's great. I love it. It's awesome. Sign up for Spectrum. Yep. Go to Hulu. All right. Let's do this. All right. Until next week. <laughs> Don't forget to turn your headlights on. I just move this all around. <laughs>